Welcome to the Heart of Dating podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to untangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way, because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Why, hello there, my Heart of Dating community. It's Kate Warman here, and I'm so thrilled because today's episode is so near and dear to my heart. Community is such a huge part of Heart of Dating. It is honestly the heartbeat of all that we do here through Heart of Dating. We have a dynamic community of singles and couples from varying ages and backgrounds that live all over the world, you guys. And today, I invited seven of my amazing insiders to come and have a conversation about the Heart of Dating community, what it means to them, and how it's transformed their single lives. I truly mean it when I say you guys that the friendships and bonds happening in this Heart of Dating community is unparalleled. What I love so much about Heart of Dating is that it started just as a podcast, a single girl with a mic, aka me, but now it has turned into so much more. In many ways, Heart of Dating serves as a missing link for single communities that many churches just don't have. Not only that, it's a place for people to meet people that are just like them in similar shoes, going through similar things, or even in similar places all around the world. And we don't steer away from the hard stuff. We go in and we tackle really difficult questions. This environment, this community is a safe place. I love these people in the community with all of my heart. And today you're gonna hear from some of our fabulous Heart of Dating volunteers, who we call our Heart of Dating Insiders. You'll specifically be hearing from Anthony Bowman, Claudia Barbosa, Eric Opperman, Liam Briggs, Jen Daramola, Jekka Mailer, and Courtney Leo. Now, before we get into the episode, I just want to invite you into a few ways that you can connect into our Heart of Dating community. The best, best, best way to do this is go to heartofdating.com forward slash community. On this page, you will find a bunch of different ways to get involved. One being through our private Facebook community, which has thousands of singles across the world doing life together. You can also see on that page where to connect with us about our clubhouse and our Instagram and TikTok. And then lastly, if you're a dude listening to the podcast, you can even sign up for our men's community nights right on that page. Another huge community element we offer is our Heart of Dating events, specifically our Heart of Dating conferences. Ayo! We have had two Heart of Dating conferences so far, and drumroll please, we are planning our next Heart of Dating conference in 2022. If you want to be the first to know about our next Heart of Dating conference, and even know about early bird tickets so you can get the cheapest price possible, you can go to heartofdating.com forward slash events and sign up to be on our wait list so you can be the first to know when these tickets drop. And I am so thrilled, so thrilled, you guys. I'm working on the planning of the conference right now for 2022, and I can tell you it's going to be amazing. All right, are you all ready? Because here's the thing. I totally cried on today's episode with the insiders because I just love these people, and their hearts are so beautiful. We laughed, we cried, we just had so much fun. And I mean it when I say I love our Heart of Dating community so, so much. So if you've been here for a while and been in the community for a while and we haven't met yet, I just want to say I'm so grateful for you. Even if we haven't met, I'm so, so grateful that you're pouring into this community. Thank you for what you're doing. And if you're brand new here, you haven't actually got connected, we'd love to connect you. Go to one of those things I just said earlier, make some friends, get involved. We'd love to welcome you in. All right, guys, without further ado, my conversation with our Heart of Dating community. You guys, you guys, you guys, we have a special episode today. I have seven incredible friends from our Heart of Dating community. They are a part of our Heart of Dating Insiders, and I am so stoked 
for each one of them to be here. So we have so much to talk about today, everybody. Um, so first of all, hey oh, hey to all my friends. You there? Hey. 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 Oh, hey. hey. <laughs> I'm so excited. And this is so funny because I've never done an interview with seven different people all at once. So Lord be with us because this is going to be a whole new experience, but I have, I couldn't do it without all of you guys. So I'm just really excited to have each one of you here and dive into Heart of Dating community. Um, for those of you listening that don't know about these amazing men and women, they're going to introduce themselves and, and I'm going to have everybody say their name in just a second. But I want you guys to know that these men and women have served Heart of Dating they are the ones in our Heart of Dating Facebook group, moderating, helping, pouring into people. They come to pretty much every one of our events. Um, they're just stellar, stellar leaders in our community. And these aren't the only insiders we have. We have other insiders. And if I had all 20 plus insiders on this, I don't even know how we do this interview. It's not just these seven amazing people. We have even more men and women. And so these are really the, the real MVPs behind the scenes, but not behind the scenes because they're all around. And so I'm so, so grateful. We couldn't do Heart of Dating without our incredible insiders. And that's what I love so much about Heart of Dating is that it's really a community. So really quickly, just going to go down the list here right and right now. I want each person to just quickly introduce yourself. Just say your name. And we'll just go from there. And then we have hot seat questions. So Eric, what about you? My name is Eric Opperman. I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. Woohoo. Anthony. I'm Anthony, and I live in the Washington, D.C. area in Maryland. Courtney. Hi, my name is Courtney Leo, and I am from East Tennessee. Woohoo! Okay, Claudia. Hi, my name is Claudia, and I am from deep south Texas. Yes, you are, girl. Jekka. Hey, my legal name is Jessica Mailer, but you guys know me as Jekka from Cape Cod, Massachusetts. I love the Cape. My goodness. And Jen, what about you, girl? Hey, I'm Jen Diramola. I'm originally from Minnesota, so this accent is legit, but I am currently in SoCal. That's right. We're going to hang, girl. <laughs> and Liam, what about you? Last but not least. Hey everyone, I'm Liam. Uh, I'm 27 and I'm from Brisbane, Australia. I love it. I didn't mean to end with the accent and the furthest away, but we're very happy to have you, Liam, from literally across the world. <laughs> it's a happy accent. Uh, I love it. Okay, so really quickly, I want y'all to listening to get to know a little bit about our Heart of Dating Insider. So y'all, we're going to do a really quick hot seat. Are you guys ready for this hot seat? Who's ready? Maybe. Potentially. Let's do it. We'll see. Bring it on. Let's go. Is this like is this like a group date? Are we just gonna get yeah. like interviewed, like questioned? Exactly. Exactly. We're gonna make this really challenging. And I we haven't practiced this this in advance, so it's gonna be kind of funny. But y'all are gonna have about 30 seconds to answer six questions. Okay. We're gonna fly through it. You guys just have to think of the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. I'm gonna call on you. Are you ready? <laughs> Who's ready? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Go. All right. We got Anthony. How long have you been a part of Heart of Dating? Two years. If you had to choose, what Heart of Dating episode would you listen to every day? I love the uh, compatibility series. So I, I would probably listen to one of those. Yes. What is your Heart of Dating dream guest? Uh, David Platt, I would say, because he is pastor of my church and um, I think he would also be really good at talking about missions and and dating in dating fields. So okay, I love that it. Might I love be it. Good. <laughs> What's your ideal first date? Really quick. <laughs> um, I'm a coffee date person, but I also like ice cream. Yes, too, so those are good. Have you ever gone on a date with someone in Heart of Dating? Yes, I have. Have you ever dropped the hanky? Yes, I have. Yay. Okay. I love it. That was pretty good. All right. Next person we have on the hot seat is Courtney. How long have you been in part of Heart of Dating? Uh, summer 2020. If you had to choose, what Heart of Dating episode would you listen to every day? Uh, I'm going to listen to David Bennett from the LGBTQ plus series. Woo. I love David. Who's your Heart of Dating dream guest? Danny Silk. Ooh. I love him. What's your yes. ideal first date? I'm going to go real chill, like cool coffee shop or like chill bar, music in the background, walking yeah. downtown, real chill. Let's go. Have you ever gone on a date with someone in Heart of Dating? 
Yes. <laughs> I definitely have. <laughs> have you ever dropped the hanky? Yes, I have a few times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Liam, you're going to be not lost this time. You're next. Are you ready for it? All right. Let's do it. Okay. How long have you been a part of Heart of Dating? Uh, about two and a half years now. If you had to choose, what Heart of Dating episode would you listen to every day? Uh, we'll go back to basics with this one. Uh, Dating Essentials with Gare Jones. Oh, my gosh. The first episode. Oh, my goodness. First episode. <laughs> <laughs> that shows how long you've been around. I love it. Okay. What is your Heart of Dating mm-hmm. dream guest? Uh, I've got two. I've got Jaron Myers, who did the blind date on Amazon Prime, and Matthias oh. J. Barker. Wow. I'm writing these down. What's your ideal yeah. first date? Uh, ideally, one where the girl shows up. <laughs> oh, my In all seriousness, though, um, it, it doesn't really matter what happens, just as long as there's you know, a, a genuine connection. Oh, my gosh. You're hilarious. Have you ever gone on a date with someone in the heart of dating community? I have. Okay. Have you ever dropped the hanky? Uh, not really. <laughs> oh, we're going to work on that. <laughs> We are. Okay. All that. right. Okay, Jekka, you're on deck next. Let's go, girl. Hey. How, how long have you been a part of Heart of Dating? Uh, sometime in 2019, so probably about two and a half years. I love it. If you had to choose, what Heart of Dating episode would you listen to every day? You can't make me choose, but I'd have to say the whole LGBTQ series. Oh. Uh, it's so challenging. So just inspiring and convicting. Good stuff. Mm. Who is your heart of dating dream guest? You well, you hit them. I how many how many times did I email you about getting Sam Albury on yes. the series? Like yes. legitimately. So yes. check check mark. He's and Dr. Best. Cloud, Deborah Flata, Ben Stewart, like they're like <laughs> I'm a groupie. So yep. yep. I love it. Who, what is your ideal first date? Well, you know that this Jekka is extra extroverted. So pretty much anything I, I love engaging with people. So (laughs) they're all fun. Engaging first date. Not getting engaged. Let's clarify that. Not engaged, getting engaged on the first date. I'm like, Jekka, have you listened to Heart of Dating at all? Hello. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. Have you ever gone on a date with someone in the Heart of Dating community? I have done a couple of uh, Zoom dates, I guess, but I've actually invited a lot of people into the community that I first met through a first date. That's how you do dating with honor. We got to find out more about that. And have you ever dropped the hanky? Yes, I have. (laughs) That's right. All right. We're going to work on Liam on that one. Uh, Mm -hmm. Next up, let's get Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey. Let's go. So, Eric, how long have you been a part of Heart of Dating? Uh, about Thanksgiving of 2019, so coming up on two years. Ah! If you had to choose, what Heart of Dating episode would you listen to every day? You mean aside from this one? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my God. You, uh, but like, Lovely, Eric. Like, and I'll see, and I'll see Eric like someone's like a Jack comedian. He likes to hear his own voice. <laughs> In all seriousness, like Jekka said, I mean, there's been so many great ones. It would be impossible to choose just one. (laughs) I love that. Hey, guys, I feel the love. Well, who is your Heart of Dating dream guest? Again, kind of like Jekka said, I I think you've had most of them on. I mean, you know, (laughs) uh, one guest that I really appreciated that I think you should have on again is yourself sometime. The interview where you were the guest and not the host was fantastic. Ooh, that one. Yeah, how That's to get getting to know a dating coach. Yeah, I like that. Oh, maybe that, we will do that again. All right, what's your ideal first date? April 25th, because it's... No, never mind. Um, yes. The, Eric, you uh, stole my answer. You <laughs> stole my it, answer. It, it, it depends. You know, I mean, it really depends on the girl. Just, you know, yeah. find something that, that both of us would enjoy doing and get a chance to do something and spend time together. That's awesome. Finding out what answer. she likes. I like that. Okay. Have you ever gone on a date with with someone in Heart of Dating? I have. Yes. And have you ever dropped the hanky? I have. <laughs> hey. Okay. Next, we got Jen. Are you ready, girl? Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. <laughs> Oh, I love that. Now I want to listen to that song. All right, Jen, how long have you been a part of Heart of Dating? Uh, spring 2020. If you had to choose, what Heart of Dating episode would you listen to every day? Oh, this is a tough one, but either the LGBTQ plus series, so great, 
or um, Bianca Althoff, um, How to Not Have Your Dating Life Not Suck. Yes. She's not so good. That one's so good. <laughs> and who is your heart of dating dream guest? Man, um, I think you've had them on, but if I have to come up with somebody who you should have on, um, I would say Joe Saxton or Catherine Rowe. Oh, okay. What is your ideal first date? Eric took mine, but um, ideal first date would probably be um, beach or a coffee shop or just something super chill. Have you ever gone on a date with someone in the heart of dating community? I have not. Oh, we're going to change that. (laughs) And then have you ever dropped the hanky? Um, but Jen, one, we had our date. Well, this is true, but of the opposite gender, no. But um, <laughs> lots of okay. lots okay. of girl lots of girl chat dates. Um, Define dropping the napkin. Um, no, just kidding. Um, I have. Yes, you have dropped the hanky. I love I that. <laughs> yeah, Jack is like, what about our girl romance over here, Jen? Hello. I dressed up for her and everything, and we coordinated <laughs> meals. This is true. This is true. Um, let me let me just define that. Um, girl dates multiple. They happen pretty much like weekly. Um, dates of the opposite sex with someone who is part of the um, heart of dating community. It has not happened yet yet yes not until after this episode when everyone is like who is jen daramola hello hey yo we're gonna get that gram linked okay and last but not least i want to hear from claudia claudia how long have you been a part of heart of dating so i've been a part of heart of dating since april of 2020 yeah what episode would you listen to every day if you had to I want to say the episode, well, it was really hard. It's definitely between two. The episode with uh, Dr. Margaret Nagib on Healing Soul Ties was my favorite for the longest time. But I think the one that barely trumps it is going to be episode 113, Heartbreak and Learning to Love Again with Elise Murphy. That one is just, it's been big. It's so good. That's so good. I love Elise. I just hung out with her last weekend. Yes. I love her too. I don't know her, but I love her too. (laughs) Yes. You guys, fun fact, Margaret is my therapist and she ripped me a new one last week on our in our session. And I'm not afraid to say that because she knows me so well. So I love, I'm a huge Dr. Nagib fan. Okay. Who is your heart of dating dream guest, Claudia? I don't know. I just got to go with Craig Rochelle. Oh, he, he would be a good one. I think what is your ideal? Everybody else has been taken, yeah. but. Well, who is your, what is your ideal first date? Something to really get the nerves and anxiousness now, something that doesn't require sitting for a long period of time. So I don't know, maybe like an arcade, an amusement park, maybe get the screams out. I don't know. Something different. Mm, That's good. Get the screams out. I like it. Um, Have you ever gone on a date with someone in the heart of dating community? Well, yes, I have. (laughs) And have you ever dropped the hanky? Oh, yeah. Faux show. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. You guys, that was fun. I loved your answers. Hey, can we give a round of applause, but not actually, but yay. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Flash our mics like a clubhouse. <laughs> yes. Flash our mics. That's what we're doing right now. Uh, okay. So now we're going to move into some other conversation. It's just such an honor to have you guys. So many of you have been here for a long time. I can remember specifically kind of when each one of you, I like, started forming a friendship with through Heart of Dating and now obviously through the insiders, but just incredible people. And so proud of almost every one of you, except for Liam, said that you've dropped the hanky. So Liam, we're going to get to you on to dropping the hanky. Okay, my friend. <laughs> that right. is your challenge. Let's After help a brother out. out. Uh, Okay, so I'd love to find out a little bit more about how some of y'all actually found out about Heart of Dating. So I know everyone has a story here, but I'm going to call on just a few people. Um, First, I'd love to hear from Courtney. How did you find out about Heart of Dating? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, This... (laughs) This story is hilarious to me. But um, so I have served in young adults ministry for a really long time. And uh, so I follow a bunch of people on Instagram. And so somebody that I followed on Instagram was saying, hey, I'm speaking at this Heart of Dating conference. I'm like, what is this? I go and look at it. I see Kate's Instagram and Heart of Dating Instagram. And I'm like, 
why do I not know this? Like, why do I not know this person? And so I start following. I went to conference in summer of 2020, and I was really just going for some content from my girls, but really just found so much encouragement for myself in my own dating journey and just really just felt like I wasn't alone. And um, the end of 2020 brought a lot of different changes in my community. A lot of things were shifting. And so when 2021 started, I said, you know what? I am going to move forward. I want to really dive in to see what online community looks like. And um, Kate was releasing, thank you for rejecting me, her book in February. And so she did a online launch book club that a lot of us got to be a part of. And so through that, I just um, really was going to get on Zoom and not really say anything. I was just going to like get on those book clubs and just kind of sit in the back. But the Lord um, ever so graciously kind of sassy, but graciously told me, Hey, it's time to bloom. I had walked through a lot and uh, walked through a lot of healing journeys and, um, the Lord is like, it's time to bloom. And so I did and met friends and got to build a friendship with UK and, um, got to be a part of conference and, and grow so many incredible friendships and relationships. And so, um, I've mentioned this to you before, but I love that the word that the Holy Spirit gave me was bloom because your book has flowers on it. Oh, yeah. And I love it so much. And so, um, yeah, I would just say I, I joined Heart of Dating and started coming to conference a long time ago, but it was probably months. It was months later that I actually started being intentional with community and online community has changed my life. So mm. if you're not a part, I highly, highly recommend it. It's changed <laughs> my world. So I love that story so much. Oh, I want to hear from somebody else too. I want to hear from Jen. I actually don't know, Jen, how you got introduced to Heart of Dating. So I'm so curious to hear. <laughs> um, so it's a really funny story. So one of my good friends lives in the Bahamas and she was just kind of lamenting to other people about how just dating was hard. Um, and this was before she had turned 30. So she found out about Drop the Hanky randomly. And so she wasn't having any luck. And so she had a mutual friend reach out and be like, Jen, I'm giving you the details to join this Drop the Hanky program. Please join and tell me that it's not a fake. So I research up on it and I immediately am like, why am I going to drop a napkin? Like this just doesn't sound like anything that I would do. So I sign up and I'm like, this is probably going to be like some sort of like Christian mingle meets like coffee meets bagel. Like I just had all of these like just different sort of like just doomsday prophecies of like what Drop the Hanky was actually going to be like. So we're lamenting together about Drop the Hanky. And at this time, I haven't even joined the Heart of Dating community. So this is like February, March. I didn't join until about May because a friend had heard about Drop the Hanky. So she had also like joined the program, but we didn't know that we were all a part of the program until we were talking about it later. And so I joined in like May, but I didn't really do anything with like being a part of like the online community. And I randomly show up to like this game night because I was like, I'm not doing anything. If these people are weird, like I can just like peace out and they won't even know that I was there. It's just going to be like this <laughs> random black girl who just showed up to a game night that like nobody knows. But um, it actually was to my detriment of me showing up to the game night because then all of a sudden these people are like, oh my gosh, this Jen girl is like super cool. So then I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, a part of like, conference last year. I'm like, yeah. how did this even happen? I'm leading karaoke nights. Like I'm a host <laughs> of like karaoke nights. Basically, yeah. I'm like doing all of this stuff. And the introvert in me is like, how is this happening? How do I have online friends? Like I don't have like I don't have friends ever. So like, why do these people like me? And so that's my story of how oh. I joined Heart of Dating. Oh my gosh, that game night. I think so many of y'all were at that game night. And then Jen, I just remember I saw you popping up so much at the conference and then we started Insiders and like just, it's, I mean, yeah, I, you are just one of the most amazing people, truly. I mean, I love everybody on here, but I'm so glad you found Art of Dating and you gave Drop the Hanky a shot. 
Yeah. Drop that napkin. You know, me look at me just dropping little napkins all over the place. Um, it was probably one of the best decisions because had I not done that, I would not have this community of people and I would not be where I am at. And all of you guys are so great and consider you guys friends. And so it's been the best decision to just wade through the doomsday prophecies that I had about drop the hanky <laughs> and ultimately join Heart of Dating. I'm so thrilled. Okay, you guys, this is so cool. I, I have another question. I'm going to call on some other people for this question, but I want to know what is your favorite thing about being in the Heart of Dating community? Because today we really do want to highlight the community. I mean, that what is so unexpected for me that God has done here, you guys, is I started this as a podcast, I literally did not originally want to do this. I'm not going to lie um, because I didn't want to air all my dating stuff to everybody in the world. I didn't see myself as a dating expert. I thought nobody was going to say yes to be on my podcast. I thought nobody would listen, but I really felt God confirming that I needed to start this podcast and that he would lead and guide me through it. And so I did it. I started the podcast and I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. Will anybody listen and people did start start listening and people and guests started saying yes to being on my podcast. I'll never forget the first time Bob Goff emailed me back or Lisa Bevere emailed me back. This is years ago. And I was like, what? You like emailed me back? You'd be interested or like want to connect me to somebody? What? It was just all these really cool moments. And even in those early days of the podcast, I never saw or thought I could never have anticipated that Heart of Dating would become the community that it is. But I am so grateful it's become that because singles feel so alone. Singles communities don't really exist or cool single communities don't really exist. Sorry, churches. But it's just, you know, you go to an awkward singles event at your church and you're like, yeah, I'll never come to one of these again. Or, you know, and so there's not really a lot of opportunities for really great community of Christian singles to meet, to gather, to share in stories, to meet and somebody who's in their shoes. And I'm so grateful that Heart of Dating has become that. So that's my small TED Talk. And I want to get to know from you guys as our core people in Heart of Dating. I want to see what is one of your favorite things about the Heart of Dating community. And I'm going to just call on a few people, but Eric, I want to hear from you first. So I think my favorite thing about the community is it's really unique the way we have so much of a broad uh, spectrum of the church represented in our community. Because if, you know, if, if we really think about it and analyze our lives, we all live in silos. I, you know, I, I go to church on Sunday and Wednesday with people who generally look like me, you know, that generally they vote the same way. They think the same things about doctrines and it's, you know, it wouldn't take real long to, I, I love my church to sit in the criticism of people at my church, but it wouldn't take real long to uh, get to some uh, not very accurate beliefs that people at my church would have about people from outside of the silo. Wow. And the HOD community has been amazing at bringing people together from a variety of different silos. And we learn that uh, what, what we think about people who are, who, are not like us who, who go to churches that we wouldn't go to, who vote for politicians we wouldn't vote for, who, you know, believe any, any number of different doctrines that we don't believe. It's really easy when you don't have those people in your life very often to think that they're all crazy. And, you know, you, you can't, you know, you can't vote for this person and be a Christian when you can, it's just weighing priorities differently or, or, you know, interpreting a, a piece of script or interpreting some passages of scripture differently. It's not, you know, and what, what I love about the community, sorry for being a little long winded about this, I love this. I is love the it. way, is the way that it's brought people from all across the spectrum together. And we, you know, we have, you know, we have friends that we would probably never interact with uh, otherwise. And I mean, not to get into the actual issue on this, but we even managed to have a, a comment thread on the vaccine in a in a Christian group that had over a hundred comments, and it didn't go off the rails. You yeah, can't well, you can't do that on Facebook. Yeah, 
<laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's so true. I love that about our community. What you're highlighting, Eric, is so important because I actually recently recorded an interview with Ashley Abercrombie where we talk about political differences. It's for our compatibility series. So everyone listening now, go listen to that episode. But what I so love about that interview is we're talking about what it, that oftentimes we find ourselves in little bubbles, you know, and it's not to shame ourselves for the bubbles we find ourselves in, but based on where we grew up, the city we live in, the church denomination we're a part of, we'll often find ourselves in little bubbles, you know, with a lot of people that think like us, look like us. And what that does is we don't often get to know people of different theological backgrounds or people of different ethnicities or people of different socioeconomic statuses, you know, to be honest. And so what I love about this community is that it's all of those things. In fact, it's not even just in America. We have people from all across the world. Heck, Liam on here from Australia. Ayo. Ayo. But then we have people from... (laughs) We got people from South Africa and England and so many places. So... Eric, that's incredible. Thank you for that answer. I didn't even know, I did not know you would answer that way, but I'm like, hallelujahing over here. Praise hands. I'd love to hear from somebody else. Jekka, I would love to hear a little bit about what's your favorite thing about the Heart of Dating community. I'm so psyched you called on me because I I want to talk about this topic anyway, but to follow up Eric, man, I just want to say amen. I I love that about the community as well, uh, that it's the safe place to be challenged. It's such a, um, I think it's a, a great example. Of, it's the church being the church. Um, and, I, and I love that, um, which ties into um, one of my favorite things. You know, you've probably noticed by now, Jack, I can't choose one thing, but uh, I, I narrowed it down to two. And one I wanted to say is that it's a very protect. People are so protective of the community. People are, are invested with their whole heart and they truly want good for the community and good for the individuals as a whole. And you see it again and again and again that people are jumping in to dive to the defense of the hurting person and to kind of redirect someone who is, is having a hard time. And um, there's just there's this heart for the individual as well as the, the group environment that I love to see. But I, on a personal note, we know that community is so important and it's already talked about how hard and awkward it is to be a single in the church and to be a single adult in our communities. For me, I, uh, I mean, story time with Chekka over here. Um, there were three different occasions where, um, when I first got involved in the community, I was in a relationship and, um, I didn't, didn't know people in the community and I'd post, um, very little uh, but I knew I just I knew it was a safe space, and so I had to make a very difficult decision to uh, actually break off an engagement. And I knew I just didn't have it in me. I, I needed support, and these this group of complete strangers. I just posted, "Hey, I have to do a really hard thing today. Will you pray for me?" And the the palpable encouragement and support I felt fortified um, by that. Fast forward, and I'm deeply involved in the community. And uh, uh, I've gotten to know some of these amazing characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, are we characters around here. Um, and I'm in a, a, a kind of a small group that has formed off of it. And um, there's 12 women in a group chat that we met from the heart of dating community and we decided to be intentional about being a meaningful part of each other's lives on a regular basis and committed to praying for each other's dating lives and a future spouse for the women in the group. That's what this whole uh, small group is, is based on, but we communicate daily about all kinds of different things in this group chat. It's an international group, these 12 women. And there were two different occasions where I had to break off a situationship with um, a very good friend that there was romantic feelings that were not necessarily unreciprocated, but it was not a match. It was not going to be able to move forward into a, into a relationship. And uh, having someone who knew me and knew my story and in my corner um, to speak truth over me allowed me to make a very difficult decision in wisdom in that circumstance. Fast forward again, uh, four or five months later, and the hardest, hardest heartbreak. Um, I was in a relationship for four months 
the man who I really, I really liked him, really respected him and felt we had an exceptional connection. Um, but for an extremely personal reason, he had hesitations about whether or not we could get married. And so he was really on this on the fence and and kind of acting awkwardly in regard to that. So at one point he finally disclosed this to me what he was wrestling with and then he basically said he said I don't want to stop talking to you but if you don't want to talk to me anymore I understand. And it really hit me. I was like what he's really asking me can we just be friends? And I knew in my heart I couldn't do that. It was not good for my heart. And I was so, so heartbroken. I hung up um, the phone with him and I video called with no notice this group of 12 women internationally, all in different time zones, and nine of them answered. And I explained what was going on. They prayed over me. They spoke truth over me. They cried with me. I am ugly crying snot all over the place. Mm-hmm. I have never felt more seen and more loved and more known and therefore more able to go make a really hard decision and know that I was going to be able to face that um, with my tribe, with my community. And I'm blown away at uh, that this all started from this internet group. A Facebook group that these women are they're my sisters and uh, it, it just blows me away oh my gosh I'm totally I'm not crying I'm not crying <laughs> <laughs> but I am um and Jekka that that's so amazing because I just I'm I'm blown away and the I know I can empathize so much with the moment you're talking about because years ago before Heart of Dating existed after a really hard breakup I called six or seven of my best, best girlfriends. And we all were on the phone from all across the world. One of them was in the Philippines. And just that moment of having community in the wake of really hard trauma, of a hard decision, of a hard heartbreak, and having people who will listen to you, walk with you, hear you, pray over you. We were on that call for about three hours. (laughs) I still have a screenshot Mm -hmm. of it. And I'll never forget like how it felt just like a, a hug from heaven. Like God was like, hey, I am physically with you through all of these women. I am here with you. So that's why I'm especially crying right now because that existed for me before Heart of Dating and to see and hear that that has come through our Heart of Dating community for you and for others is like, it just literally blows me away. Oh my gosh. So thank you for sharing that. As the weather cools down, you may be needing more cozy comforts like your favorite sweater, or your much anticipated latte, or maybe just some more time in bed in the morning. You hear me? I mean, that's what I'm doing right now. Well, Girlfriend Collective wants to make sure everyone feels comfortable all season long. Girlfriend Collective is a sustainable, ethically made activewear brand for everyone. They make cute and comfortable leggings, shorts, tanks, tees, swimsuits, and more. And guys, their sizing is completely inclusive, ranging from extra, extra small to 6XL. Whether you're working out, running errands, or doing nothing at all, which I'm probably doing a lot of this winter, Girlfriend Collective has functional fabrics, colors, and styles for any activity. I actually just got a really cute set in dark brown, and I am obsessed with the fabric and obsessed with the color. I love this brand. And guys, I also love that they are an eco brand. They use recycled materials to make their clothing, and their shipping is actually 100% recyclable as well. And for listeners of the show, Girlfriend Collective is offering $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com HOD. That's $25 off your purchase of $100 or more when you go to girlfriend.com HOD. That's girlfriend.com HOD. All right, you guys, I'm so excited to share with you about a product that I've been using for months. This last summer, in the summer of 2021, I started going on a really intense health journey to work through some of my chronic illness. And with that, I had to change up a lot of my diet. And that's why I'm so excited to have discovered this brand, Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition made with high-quality ingredients. 
Each Organifi blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses with ingredients that are organic and free of fillers and contain less than three grams of sugar per serving. One of the things that I've been using consistently is the Organifi green juice, which has essential superfoods and a clinical dose of ashwagandha. I've actually put it every single morning into my green smoothie and it is so good. It helps reduce stress and support healthy cortisol levels. I've also been using the Organifi Red Juice Blend, which also supports focus and energy. And lastly, I've been using the Organifi Gold, a superfood tea that supports rest and relaxation so you can wake up feeling refreshed. Each Organifi Blend is easy to use by simply mixing it with water or your favorite beverage while on the go, and they don't compromise quality for taste. Organifi takes pride in offering the best tasting superfood products on the market at a price that works out to less than $3 a day. You can experience Organifi's high quality superfoods without breaking the bank, which I love, of course. Go to Organifi.com forward slash HOD and use code HOD for 20% off your order. That's Organifi.com backslash HOD and use the code HOD for 20% off any item that you want. I could not recommend it more. Like I said, I've been using their products every single day and I swear by them. Excited for you to try. You guys, I'm, I'm just so blown away by this community. I am, I'm going to go to our next question if I can compose myself here. All right. <laughs> we kind of touched on why community is so important in dating. So I'm going to go to our next question, actually. And I know, Anthony, you have a story here and a few others, but I want to know what is your favorite event or thing that we've done in and through the heart of dating community and why? So, Anthony, I'm going to call on you. So a quick backstory before um, I share, and this is going to be super quick. Um, obviously, 2020 was really difficult for all of us. Um, and it was especially difficult for me because not only did I get covid um, and I was hospitalized with COVID, but then I also lost a parent to COVID. And, um, I remember, um, when I was going through all of that, um, the, the immediate impacts of that, um, I was sharing all of this with, um, all of our insider team and, um, everyone was just so supportive and, and praying for me through that. And, um, there's been a lot of transitions I've had since, um, but, I'm so appreciative of everyone that's been, that's been here. And, um, and I've also shared this within the Facebook community, um, recently as well. So, um, that's, that's one thing that I've definitely appreciated about our community. And what I did, um, for the summer 2021 was as a result, I said, Hey, I'm going to just do some traveling. I've I'm not a traveler. I've not really done much traveling, but I said, Hey, I'm just going to go do some traveling. Um, around the, around the country. I'm still going to hopefully do international one day. So Liam, I am going to try to come to Australia, um, one day, (laughs) but, um, I did travel to, um, a couple different places around the U S. So I traveled to LA and I got a chance while I was there to meet Kate and meet Courtney. And there was a couple other of our insider team there. I got to meet. And I was in South Florida um, as well. So I got to meet Gabriella and a couple of other of our HOD people there. Um, I was in Western New York and um, I got to meet a couple of HOD people there. Um, I live in the D.C. area and we've had a couple um, different meetups um, here in D.C. Um, that mainly at the Museum of the Bible we've done and things like that. Like I've enjoyed just meeting people. So it's not an official HOD event. But I would say it's like I one of the things I've really enjoyed, um, something that I've I've done is just meeting people and kind of taking the internet community that I've, that we've all established and kind of bringing it to real life, and I've enjoyed that too. Oh, it was so fun, Anthony, seeing you this summer and going to downtown Disney and having a bit of a crew. Courtney was there. So much much fun. fun. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. That was a blast. (laughs) Seriously, dreams. Oh, my goodness. Well, I want to leave it open. If anybody else has any other favorite event or thing that they've done through Heart of Dating, a lot of people have come 
to us through conference and stuff. But anything else you guys want to highlight quickly before I ask the next question? <laughs> yeah, one thing I'd like to add, or I guess two things. One, I'd like to echo the the in-person meetups have been fantastic. I've, I've been able to be, I've hosted one and I've been able to be a part of, uh, I guess, three others. And they all, all four of them have been fantastic. And I look forward to the next one whenever it's able to happen. But then the other thing is, you know, it's also an unofficial thing. But going back to like Anthony was talking about how, uh, how hard 2020 was for all of us, HOD pretty much was my community. Those game, you know, the game nights like Jim talked about, I think about half of us were on that game night. I, I tend to be on all the way till the end when I'm on one. Um, but, you know, so I, I remember Jen was in a different breakout room and all of a sudden we come back into the main room and everybody's talking about her and she's telling stories and everything. And we're like, wait, who is this? But um, but <laughs> just those game nights, the karaoke nights, the Bible studies, the just get on a, you know, get on a video call and just hang out that that. Uh, largely helped get me through what was a very difficult year for, I mean, not just for me, again, it was a difficult year for everybody in the world, but uh, all of the community led events like that uh, really helped me get through that year. And that's, what's so cool for anybody listening. If we'd love for you, we have so many people listening to the podcast that aren't even a part really of the community. I don't know. We even really have a community. I hope <laughs> this episode is making you learn that like we're, it's more than just a podcast, even though yes, please listen every week. We love that. But you can join our Facebook group. And within our Facebook group, we have thousands and thousands of singles, men and women. And literally they, they're, yeah, literally lots of people. <laughs> um, but they're doing community led meetings like all the time, you guys, karaoke, Bible studies, game nights, you name it, in person meetups in different cities. It is so fun. So I it's incredible because people right now on this podcast and other individuals, um, our other insiders and other people, they lead these meetups and these game nights and these karaoke nights and all these fun things that are just incredible. And that is like literally lights my heart on fire to see all of that happening all the time. And you guys, every person here has been a part of one of our conferences and it's been the coolest thing to see every person in this room come to our conference, be active, either speak at conference, be in the Zoom chat, lead one of our mingle rooms, which we always have. It has just been so cool. Y'all have just been the most amazing. And it always lights me up to see you at every single conference, which I'm like, stoked about. Um, and we have more of those to come. Summit kind of yes. both virtual and in person because we're not going to stop the virtual because this is how everyone's meeting, but we'll have in person too, which is amazing. All right. So I want to go to our next question, which is what is a lie that you believed about dating that you've had rewired by being a part of Heart of Dating? And I'm going to first call on Jen for this one. Um, a lie that I had rewired was that I was too old and that no one would genuinely like me for me. And being a part of this community, I've realized that I am in a place of where not only am I liked for who I am, but I'm also in a community of people who are in the same season of life. And so they can truly lament with the things that are going on. And I don't feel as though I'm old and forgotten and I am just enjoying this season that I am in right now. And I feel like I am flourishing. Jen, thank you so much for sharing that. And I've just, you've been such a joy to have truly in this community. And you've literally been at every single clubhouse pretty much that we've hosted. And it's just been so cool to see you thrive in this community, be loved by this community and be a leader in this community. And Everybody listening, once again, Jen is incredibly eligible. So is everyone pretty much on here, but I don't know why. I just keep wanting to call out Jen right now, okay? Because she hasn't been on a date with somebody in the heart of dating community. So let's go. I'm trying to get this woman set up, everybody, okay? Um, <laughs> now, I want to also ask the same question to Liam, actually, a lie that you maybe have believed about dating that you've rewired by being a part of heart of dating. Would you be able to answer that? Of course. Um so I guess the way I'd describe it is essentially that I had to have everything together and have like all my ducks in a row. Mm. And so I feel like the, the way I kind of grew up in, you know, I grew up in a Christian home and I was actually homeschooled for 
most of my primary school days. And so as a result of that, I, I kind of feel like I grew up a lot older than a lot, a, a lot of the people that were at kind of my age level in a way. Um, and so for, for the longest time, I felt like I was kind of running the race a few years behind everyone else that was, you know, in, in my age group. Um, and so I think just coming into this community, I realized that, Hey, I can actually bring, you know, my baggage to the table and there's actually a seat for me there as well. Um, that, that's, that's probably been the biggest, uh, yeah. biggest lesson that I've come to come to terms with here. Mm, I love that. That was probably also a huge learning for me coming into dating and even starting this podcast, learning like I don't have to have it all together to be able to be a part of this, to talk about dating, to step up even in leadership. Because the biggest quality I think that we all need to embrace is just in dating and beyond is just humility. It's to say like, hey, I'm a works in progress and I'm moving closer and closer to Jesus and I'm going to get it wrong. And But I, I have a commitment to humility and a commitment to growth. So when I am wrong, I'm open to that. <laughs> I'm open to being called out and I'm going to be continually on a journey of healing. So I love that you said that, Liam, because that's also our community. It's like, we're not all these like perfect Christian singles, you know, that we're just all doing it right. The reality is if you enter our Facebook group, you'll see a lot of different things and you'll see that we're all kind of trying to navigate this together when it can be very difficult, very ambiguous, where there's the enemy loves to play on making us feel shame and we just won't have it, but we're here to help one another along when those moments come. So thank you. That was, that was so beautiful. Now, I want to ask a question and anybody can answer this, but I want to know through either before Heart of Dating, if this existed and it stayed the same or if it's changed, but I want to know now today, what's one of the biggest things that you find attractive in your dating life in somebody right now and why? So I'm just going to leave the floor open to anyone who wants to answer that one. So I can answer this one. Um, One of the things that I love besides um, her love for Jesus and actually showing it besides um, just saying it, is what is the other person passionate about? Like, I love kind of not only asking that question, but then also um, kind of also just seeing that in action. So for me, I love, I'm a musician, so I kind of love, um, I drift a lot towards people that are in the arts and kind of love seeing the musicians in action or painters or photographers or whatever. Those are the only, aren't the only people I talk to, but that's an example of something that um, I love seeing. That's amazing, Anthony. I love that quality. Courtney, I'd love to hear your answer too. I would say one of the most attractive things is self-awareness and a growth mindset because I think if you are self-aware and always trying to grow and trying to be better um, tomorrow than you are today and just grow every single day, then we can grow in communication. We can grow in honesty. We can be truthful. We can, we can make mistakes. We can fail together. But, um, if you're self-aware in a growth mindset, then you are able to identify those things within yourself. You're able to look in the mirror. You have community around you that's calling you out and calling you up and, those are commitments that I've made to myself to always grow to be self-aware and in a growth mindset. And so when I see somebody else who has those, that is extremely attractive as well. Ayo, girl, I got to be honest. That's like my number one. It's like growth mindset and willing to grow. And like you can tell somebody is a fixed mindset by how are they currently trying to learn and grow? How do they react when you call them out in love? Like, do they have people that they're, that are pouring into them? Are they actively seeking growth through mentors or through other people in their life or through wise community, you know? So just all that. Um, and I can honestly say all of you guys have that from what I know of you, like truly we're all in this together, learning and growing and challenging each other and lifting one another up and sharing when we're wrong. And it's, it's honestly so beautiful. Well, my final question for everyone today, and you know it, okay, but you're going to answer in 60 seconds or less. Okay. Um, and I want to know what is your final nugget of dating advice and why first person I'm going to ask is Claudia. (laughs) Uh, how did I know this was coming to me first? Um, my final bit of dating advice would be date for yourself and not anybody else. 
at the end of the day, you're on your own dating journey and you are responsible for creating that for yourself. It's not your family's job. It's not your friend's job. It's you. Just as much as it is our responsibilities to guard our own hearts when we step into a new relationship and learn everything about you as, as much as you can. I have enjoyed learning a lot about myself and intentionally seeking growth and within myself and also in my relationship with God, because that is something that I definitely hold in the highest value. So yeah, date for yourself. Don't date for others. Don't date to please others. Just you're in charge of your own journey. Claudia, that is, that's amazing. That was so good. Thank you. (laughs) My gosh. Um, Okay. Next person I'm going to call on is Jekka. What's your final nugget of dating advice, girl? (laughs) You know, I got to make it two things. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) I think clear vision, cultivate a really clear vision Mm -hmm. of who you're looking for, who is a good match for you. Um, And I mean that in um, qualities and characteristics and what are the non-negotiables. And I I know you do a lot of great, um, you've got great resources on how to challenge that list if it's the right kinds of things on there. But um, as far as self-awareness and emotional maturity, uh, we need to know who we are as a person and what's going to complement that, be a good match for that. So having a clear vision and then a solid tribe. I'm sure this is no surprise coming from me after the testimonial that I shared, but uh, no one should be dating alone, uh, siloed without that support, accountability, encouragement, someone who can speak truth over you. And that's something that really has to be cultivated. You have to identify the people who have the um, aptitude and the character and the investment to be able to do that well for you. They know you personally and they want the right things for you. And they're able to give you that really meaningful feedback. And you have to invite them into the conversation often enough for them to give meaningful feedback. So both those things, I think, really need to be cultivated. You have to hone a clear vision on who is what you're looking for and uh, develop that solid tribe. So good. And if you don't have a solid tribe, come join Heart of Dating. Seriously, you guys, we want to get you plugged in and to meet amazing people who really will do life with you. Um, Okay, Eric, I'm going to call on you next. What's your final nugget of dating advice? I think to me, the the one that comes to mind is to be honest. Um, And most of the time when you hear that, you're going to think be honest with other people. And I mean, yes, to be honest with other people. But I think a lot of the time our struggle comes from not being honest with ourselves. You know, you did the this fall, you did the series about compatibility and preferences and all that kind of thing. And I think I think a lot of the problems that have come from prep, you know, from uh, Christian, a lot of the problems in Christian dating have come when we've elevated preferences to deal breakers. But we know it sounds awful to call it a deal breaker. If somebody matches this, you know, this particular criteria, whatever it is, and, you know, maybe the, the struggle wouldn't be quite so hashtag real if we would be honest with ourselves and with everybody else about it. So good, Eric. Yep. I love that. Be honest. A lot of times we're creating, we're not honest with ourselves when we're also not honest with other people. I love that. Um, okay. I'm next going to call on Jen, girl. What about you? What's your final negative dating advice? I'm going to say it really quick. Know who you are. So get your core values out there and know what exactly you're wanting for yourself so that when you are then going into any sort of relationship, whether it's friendship or dating or whatnot, you're able to then shape those relationships based off of what is your own core values. Because once you have your core values set, you're not going to waver on that and no one is going to be able to like shake you and you have a strong foundation on which you can then continue to build relationships and you can end relationships because something is going against your core value and you don't feel as though you have to compromise on anything because you don't have your core value. That's so good, Jen. Liam, what about your advice? What's your final nugget? We're all waiting for you to write it upside down. I'm just kidding. Say it upside down. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, the, yes. the chat's been mentioning things about, you know, premarital eye contact and premarital hand holding and, you know, we'll, we'll leave that for another episode. Um, mine was actually quite similar to what Eric said about um, being honest with yourself, um, but kind of on a different vein, just um, just owning who you are, I guess. I had, I had two words written down here. I've got vul- vulnerability and, and transparency. I actually heard on another podcast recently, what was it? Uh, it was basically 
um, you know, the person you're married to, it's basically your best friend except it's a sleepover. So you better, you know, you better enjoy who you're going to be hanging out with. Um, so I think a key to that is just eventually is embracing that vulnerability and transparency uh, and breaking down those walls uh, and, and building them back up together. Man, these nuggets of dating advice, y'all, uh, that could be their whole episode. Like, this is all we needed. Y'all are amazing. Anthony, what about you? What's your final nugget of dating advice? So this one I learned from the July 2020 Hard Dating Conference uh, from Stephanie, Stephanie Mae Wilson. Um, when she talked about this, my mind was blown, and I've run away with this advice ever since. Um, she talked a lot about the dating A to Z, which is let A be A, B be B, C be C. So don't jump letters. So in your mind, don't let your mind and your heart go faster than where the relationship is, what, what things you've talked about, things like that. Um, just stay on whatever letter you are. So if you're an A, stay on A. All you need to know is whether you want to go to B. And then when you're on B, uh, all you need to figure out is whether you want to go to C. Don't jump from C to R because you're, <laughs> if things don't work out, you're not going to share R-level tears on a C-level relationship. So I, I, so that's something that I took away because I know personally for me, um, I have sometimes have trouble with emotional boundaries and I can go zero to 100 super fast if something works out. So um, and then I'm getting really disappointed if something doesn't work out. So kind of having that mindset of taking the pressure off, really not letting my mind go too far, um, and just enjoy the process as, as things go. That's such good advice. All Christians need that advice because we all put so much pressure on dating. Okay, last but not least, I'm going to ask Courtney, what is your final nugget of dating advice, my friend? There's literally so many. Also, this all this advice is fire. Um, I know, right? We're all taking notes right now. <laughs> seriously, I have been taking notes. I hope everybody else has been too. But um, if I had to say one final nugget of dating advice, I would say throw out the rule book and replace it with hear God's voice and be obedient and do what he says. We have so many questions that we ask about dating. Should I text him this? Should I go on this date? It's like kissing, hand-holding. Should I say this? Should I say that? What do I do? What's right? And at the end of the day, your story is different than mine, different than the person next to me, than the person across the country. Like all of our stories are different. And so I, the best advice I got was submit your life and submit specifically your dating life to the feet of Jesus. Because I don't know about y'all, but I want a marriage that's a powerhouse for the kingdom. I want a marriage that scares Satan. I want a marriage that makes a difference in this world. And so in order for that to happen, I have to seek God, to seek his heart. I have to learn who I am. Like so many people have said here, I have to learn more about who I am. I have to grow. I have to have a mindset of vulnerability and surrender to Jesus. Because like sometimes for me, like I fear that I'm too much or I fear that I'm not going to be liked enough or if I said this or if I say that. But I just have to be reminded that at the end of the day, we have to find one person to marry. There's marry one person. Like that's the goal of dating. Like marry, go from dating to marriage, like marry one person. And so if I'm being obedient and I say something that makes a guy go, oh, okay, I'm going to need to walk away from now. <laughs> or sometimes being obedient is you saying, I need to walk away from this relationship. And that's okay too. As long as I'm being obedient to what God is asking me to do, I'm staying true to myself and I'm honoring and respecting every person that I date, it's going to be okay. I want that safe space to be vulnerable. I want that safe space to be able to build something for the kingdom of God. And even if that means I have to walk away from something, I can stand secure in my relationship with Christ because I was obedient. So that's my dating nugget advice. Dive into God's word, learn his voice and be obedient in the big and small things and watch what God's do, what God does. And I really, really believe that we will have marriages that make such an impact from the kingdom if we all do that and dedicate ourselves to that. Wow. Y'all, I am amazed by this community. Like, okay, here, y'all can just run Heart of Dating Podcasts. I'm just handing it over. <laughs> just seriously. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being my people. Thank you for being Heart of Dating's people. 
I'm just, I'm literally in awe and so humbled that we have people from around the country, all different backgrounds, ages, locations from around the world. It's, it's literally amazing. I'm going to make sure that I put all of your handles in the show notes so people can reach out to you personally, but thank you guys for being a part of this today. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Thanks for asking. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. We love you. Thank you. It wouldn't be possible without you. Everybody listening just got a whole eight piece nuggets from Chick Fil A. They got the worst chicken through this. What an episode. Oh my goodness. I'm still feeling emotional from those conversations. And honestly, I didn't want it to end. I love the insiders so much. I love their hearts. I love what they shared. I love how they do life together. It's incredible. Don't forget to join our community. You can go to heartofdating.com forward slash community and find out about so many different ways to get involved. Honestly, you guys, I am just so thrilled to be able to invite you into something that makes you feel not alone. There's not enough single communities out there for Christians, and this might just be the right and perfect one for you. So if you've been looking for one, or if you want to meet some other people in your boat, come join us in the Heart of Dating family. All right, guys, that's it for now. We will see you next week. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.